What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 3, Episode 9. And it's called Chapter 44, No Exit. exit. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our MVPs, our best moments, our best lines. So be sure to stick around for that. And also we have a bunch of announcements, including announcing the winner of our contest giveaway so make sure you guys stick around for that as well as always to all of our continuing listeners and to our brand new ones thank you so much for joining us don't forget to like comment and subscribe to the channel let's get into the episode y'all so yeah i mean like welcome back welcome back girl because it's been a it's been a long time it's been like a month or something and i missed i missed you i miss our riverdale family Same. i missed archie andrews um yeah and then having watched the episode i really miss archie andrews now yeah i really miss but that. Poor guy. <laughs> we'll talk about that after i guess like um what the f right I know we want to just talk about the ending, but yeah. now we got to start from the beginning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. But what did you think of the Archie's episode? In Canada. Yeah, he's in Canada. He's like in the middle <laughs> of Canada. the woods. Um. But what did you yeah. think of like the vibe of the episode coming back from the jump? You know, um, I liked it. Yeah. I I did like it. I enjoyed it. In the beginning, I was kind of like, "Where's Archie's like story going with this?" Right. But in the end, with that whole scene in his bedroom with Fred. Like, I almost wanted to cry again. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, like, this is so real. It definitely made up for any... Anyway, we'll talk about it. It but, did, it did. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it did a really good job, I think, this episode covering basically every single character and kind of continuing the story because mm-hmm. so much has happened since last episode. Um, I mean, it was really juicy, guys. Like, Choni was like... Like on like fire, right off the top, right off the top. Yes. They were like shoney, 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 shoney. <laughs> like kissing, making out, like having sex, like stealing stuff. Like they were just saying, all over "I the place. love you." Like, yeah. uh, okay, yeah. So yeah, so first we see. So it starts off with Archie, and he found a cabin randomly in the middle of the woods in Canada. It's like a gorgeous, like hipster, like cabin. Yeah, I'm like, I can't even rent an Airbnb that that that's that cute. Yeah. Like I don't know how he got like, that. Where did you find this? Yeah. So and that's the thing, like. They, they don't really explain that, but my assumption is that, like, maybe the sheriff, like, Tom Keller had, like, some connects, and maybe that's how he got it. Like, I don't really know, oh, like, how it I all... Because later on, he, like, he's, like, talking to a police lady, right? So, I'm not sure. Anyway. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, then it randomly cuts back to, like, Shoney, because it's, like, over Jughead's conversation where he's, like, narrating. And he's, like, in Riv- back in Riverdale, people are, like, going crazy, and, like, people are stealing stuff. And so, it shows... Uh, like Cheryl and Tony wearing cat burglar like outfits and they're stealing from rich people right rich people like that's basically their jam right now so she's like like, i I don't know like i was kind of confused as to like why this was a thing couples (laughs) outing like i didn't understand like why that was their thing yeah i just like i was down to see them like in the bed together and how they're like i love you i'm like cool like i wanted that but i just didn't get like the connection to like being robbers together yeah i I didn't i didn't understand it i didn't really care for it either to be completely honest like it seems like like they just wanted to give her give them something to do but i was like is this really what you guys want them to do okay but like i even understand if like they're both kind of like you know like poor whatever but like cheryl's like rich she's like rich yeah she just got the estate with her nana so like i didn't understand like why why is that a thing for her? Yeah. But anyways. I mean, whatever. I guess it's like a Winona thing. It's like you can be a kleptomaniac <laughs> even though you're rich. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, so I don't know. Anyway, so um, 
it kind of the Shoney whole situation ends off with them at school and it's a random scene that they never come back to. So I'm glad that we're talking about it now. But the R.R.O.T.C. A.K.A. Oh freaking Kevin yeah. and, Moose and Moose stop them in the hallways and they're like no touching anymore. Like, first of all, I was so <laughs> disgusted in this moment. Yeah, because out of anyone, it's Moose and Kevin. Yeah, exactly. Like, are you guys for real right now? I mean, they're doing that. You guys on- not remember season one, season two, season three? <laughs> <laughs> like, they, I, they're obviously doing that on purpose to piss us off and to show that there's a dramatic change in Kevin. Because, like, Kevin right. suddenly has, like, a deeper voice and he's, like, more masculine somehow. Right. He's like, hey, guys, stop this now. And I'm like, all right, relax. Um, but it was kind of... In like in this in a sense it was kind of interesting, but at the same time, like I don't really care for this storyline at all. Like I don't care for him to like reconvert and then reconvert back and then come back and then like be good again. Like it's not really my steez. So I don't know what they're gonna do with I mean, I guess I know what they're gonna do with that storyline. Like he's eventually gonna have to like come back around and be like, I'm definitely still gay, like whatever. But yeah, I just wasn't I w- didn't appeal to me. I don't know what you guys thought about it. What did you think about it? No, I, I definitely, and I can see them kind of getting to this place with him where, like, he's going to hit rock bottom. Right. And then and then maybe he's going to have this turnaround curve. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I just really don't care about them anymore at this point. So, yeah. I don't know. Same. And, like, I don't know. It's just a disappointing character arc for, like, Kevin. Like, once again, he's just, like, not on the right side of history anymore. And, like, I just... I don't know why he's doing what he's doing. He's doing it all for love. Like, it doesn't make any sense. He's he's pretending not to be gay for someone that he cares about. Like, I'm not really sure what... I mean, I guess people have done stupider things in their lives for yeah. love. But I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't make any sense. And for them to just yeah. become, like, these, like, KKK leaders just for... To be in a relationship. It just... I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. And you're right. Like, that was really the only shot that we get to see of yeah. high school. So it was, like... I don't know. I don't know. And anyways. It's, and, it's, anyways. and it's all happening. Like, first, I, I kind of quickly want to talk about this because it doesn't really get clarified, but this military state that Riverdale's in currently, like the fact that um, there's all these weird things that are happening, including this whole, like, no hand-holding situation. Like, all these rules are being set in place. Are they being set in place by Hiram? Are they being set in place by, like, the police? Like, who's... Well, I think it's, like, the greater, like town council maybe like Hiram and like Weatherby because there's no sheriff right now so like there's not really a body of like police that's like really doing anything but maybe it's just like the older people of the town are like somehow controlling them I was just I was just so confused by why it got so extreme like yes I know that the whole city and town is quarantined now but why did that have to change the entire jurisdiction of the town like how did that change everybody's like laws suddenly, you know? And yeah. And like, why does, if that's the case, like, why does Hiram, like, what does Hiram have against like gay people? Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Like, why can't you hold hands? It's bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. uh, anyway, so we're moving on to Betty and she's chilling and she wakes up to screaming. She hears screaming in her house. And first I'm like, what the hell? Is that freaking Alice? Yeah. But then yeah. it turns out that it's like the kids who were uh, like from Quiet Mercy and they're all sleeping in the fucking living room <laughs> of the Cooper residence. 
Um, and one so of the- she took them in. Like, what did she like? I, yeah, I guess they came out to her house after that. Yeah, last episode. Because right? they're like, what are they gonna do? Like, it's, they're like, it's your responsibility now. And I guess like Ethel basically dipped from life. Like, she didn't even like take in. Oh anybody. yeah, she wasn't even here. <laughs> she was like, bye. <laughs> um, so and like, th- and that's the thing. Like, sometimes I feel like these like jumps. Like when they do a hiatus, they make us they act as if like we're not gonna remember what happened last episode. But like really logically, that doesn't make any sense. Like why Ethel is completely out of the picture. She was kind of partially responsible for all of this, so maybe she could like lend a hand. I don't know. So yeah. anyway, so uh the kids are sleeping on the floor and um they wanna play the game to help them go to sleep. And now they're basically like worshiping Betty. They're like, I love you so much, like you're yeah. our mom She's now. She's their queen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh they're like, Let's play the game so we can sleep better. And so as she's like, okay, fine, let's do this. She like picks up the game and then she finds fizzle rocks and then um one of the kids are like, oh, it's Tyler is like this next kid. And he's been yeah. taking them. And then it turns out that like a serpent gave him the fizzle rocks. Right. And so a serpent's been dealing drugs. Dealing drugs. And so then it cuts back to upstairs and Jughead is in her room and they're talking. He's like fully in her bed. Yeah, so like, I guess Alice doesn't give it. <laughs> she, like, she doesn't care. give it an ish. So uh, first, like I wasn't even as concerned about that. I was more like they were literally locked out of town last episode were they not going to, like, circle back about that, like, storyline yeah, at all? Yeah, and you know what? A lot of people on Twitter were tweeting about that and how they never really, like, mentioned, like, how they got back or, like, they didn't show anything to do with that. Yeah, it just... And, so, like, like, even what? even FP, he's, like, back, like, in, in town. So it's just... It was very. Like, are we random. not going to talk about how last week's episode ended? Exactly. It's so weird. It's very like disjointed, and there's a few things that happen this episode that it's almost like they like cut out like shots for time. I don't know what the situation was, but yeah. Anyway, maybe. so that was probably one of them where like you don't really see like the struggle between them. Um, yeah, they're just back in town. Exactly. So then it cuts to so then they're talking. Bughead is talking, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like the town is kind of all fucked up. Like I got to figure out what's going on with the serpent." and like to make sure that they're not like dealing drugs and like doing whatever but he still thinks that Hiram Lodge is behind this so the one thing that I had to ask you and like I'm still very confused and maybe some of our listeners can tune in and let us know what they think but um are we supposed to assume that Hiram Lodge is definitely the gargoyle king yeah like I, I know I was I was like oh wait so did we miss an episode yeah that's what I mean <laughs> I was like, what's go- like, so we're just gonna call him the gargoyle king now like yeah so he's the guy yeah like and he has a gargoyle gang and they like everybody knows that he has a gargoyle gang and they all wear the masks so i'm just like i'm very confused because they never really explained it since last episode where we literally see him cheersing uh like a gargoyle king figure so i'm sure they're gonna get i'm sure they're gonna explain it um but i don't understand yeah everyone is like fully confident that he's behind all of this yeah so anyway uh, I hope you guys can let us know if you guys have any inklings or maybe we missed like a scene or something. I have no idea. But um, anyway, so let's move on. Uh, then it cuts to Archie and he is yeah. in his cabin and he's talking to someone on the radio and he's like, yeah. hey, girl, how's it going? Uh, blah, blah, blah. And um, it sounds like he's like a park ranger. Like yes. He's like kind of like taking care of the forest and like right. checking for like bears <laughs> <laughs> like or whatever they do <laughs> yeah 
Um, and uh, she basically she does say at the very end of it, she's like, "Oh, just letting you know, there's been like a lot of grizzly bear sightings in your area. So just like keep it cool, stay low, don't go outside." Like she basically warns him. And yeah, he she's does, like, "There's a huge ass bear outside. Like just don't leave your cabin." And he's like, "Sure, I'm gonna leave my cabin in the next scene." Yeah. So that's exactly <laughs> with what my he dog. Does. Um, did you think it was gonna? Did you think when she said it that it was gonna happen? Yes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess it's pretty predictable <laughs> uh, i'm like come on riverdale you didn't you yeah. didn't pull the wool over my eyes on that one so then yeah. it cuts to reggie and he's driving his truck mm-hmm. and he gets a oh flat tire okay pause i thought he was dead <laughs> i thought he wasn't i thought he was gonna die so, in this moment yeah i'm like he's dead for sure so envy's like been like perpetually fearing the death of reggie ever since we've figured that someone might Guys, not survive we'll be like eating lunch we'll be like eating lunch and i look at jaylag and i'm like I think Reggie's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but why now? I'm like, because of this. And then next week it's like, I think Reggie's going to die because of this. <laughs> so yeah, I would like, I'm not, not going to lie. Since you've incepted my mind, this episode, this part of the episode too, I was like, Oh, he's dead. And like, plus he's like on set filming a freaking movie now. Right. So like, Charles Melton. So it's like, is yeah. he even part of Riverdale? Anyways, sorry. So, <laughs> We're sidetracking. Next side. But yeah, he... So he, he gets he's attacked. He's basically driving yeah. the car full of... Okay, why are they driving a car full of beer, though? I don't understand. So that's a, also a part that I feel it was like a deleted like, scene. Like, are they trafficking alcohol across yeah, the border? Yeah, like, so that's, what are they doing? That's literally what they're doing. So based on what happens later on at the Bonui when they're talking... So anyway, he gets his ass kicked by like a Gargo king. Uh, so the, as the gargo- he's getting beaten up, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, he's dead. Yeah. Before I could even finish like my thought... It cuts back to like the club, and Veronica's like, "I'm so sorry, Reggie." I'm like, oh, "Okay, he's not." So dead. he's not. He's not. Dead. He's, fine. <laughs> he's okay. Yeah. He's alive. Um, but the gargoyle says Veronica Lodge hasn't paid what she owes. So I was like, "Okay, like I literally did miss an entire episode because I don't remember any of this." Um, so anyway, they're talking, and then through context, we kind of understand that um, Hiram is like forcing her to pay him money because the Bonui is still running somehow. So she blames him because the gargoyles are attacking them. Right. And like, she's assuming that they're working for him. So uh, like they're taking the business away and he's offering protection, like protection, quote unquote, like if I protect you, then like you won't get attacked anymore, basically. So, um, like, once again, I asked the question, like, what did this quarantine entail? Like, the fact that, like, the Bonui literally had to get shut down. Like, these people are, at, like, he's paying, they're paying and some, like, exactly. random taxes. And, like, and, like, what's happening? Because they weren't selling alcohol in the first place, right? Like, they were just selling mocktails, no? No, I think later on they were actually selling alcohol. They were selling yeah, liquor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. then, okay. Like, I don't know. I don't, she doesn't have, she's not even of age to drink alcohol. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't even uh, like, talk about it. It hits me, like, in the middle of these conversations and, like, watching it, it just hits me. I'm like, but they were in high school, like, last season. And like, now she's, like, talking about, like, percentages and, like, protection. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand where this show turned. Just take just taking the <laughs> <laughs> turn a few times around. Yeah. Um, but just taking the fact that, like, they, um, they're literally there's an episode about the SATs like they've they've made a mention I hope multiple so. times and I'm like don't even bother guys just don't tell us that they're going to school anymore because that's more believable that they're all running their own businesses because anyway yeah. anyway so um 
uh, then he says something kind of cute because she's like, I got this plan. I'm going to do my, like, my dad. I'm going to, like, she calls him cook the books, like, another term yeah, that I have no the, idea. Yeah, cooking the books. So she's like, I'm going to cook the books and I'm going to try to, like, trick him or whatever. And then he says, has anyone ever told you you're a badass? And I'm like, so cute. Uh, so I kind of got excited so for cute. more for you than for me because I, I was, was like just <laughs> so excited, like you more don't even understand. Um, so then it cuts to Archie back at the uh, cabin, but he's outside now, and yeah. he's like just like lurking. He sees like some random travelers just traveling on the side of the street, and he sees like the dog is with him. And then uh, next thing you know, like, he turns around and it's, like, quiet. It's, like, dead-ass quiet. And then he, like, turns and he gets attacked by something. Um, right. And then it's, like, commercial break and then it cuts back. And then suddenly he's, like, running back into the cabin and he's, like, calling the, like, person to be, like, mayday, mayday. All I cared about, yeah, all I cared about was the dog. I you're was, like, like <laughs> as long as the dog is <laughs> safe, like, I don't care, Archie, you'll be fine. This bag is okay. Because your abs will protect you. But, like, that dog, like, Jesus, no. like. And did his abs protect him? I was, like, you literally got attacked by a grizzly bear and you survived. I'm, yeah. like, did you watch? Uh, the Revenant because that's the only way you can yeah. survive a grizzly he bear attack. He looked really bad though. Like, he, he looked He looked up. really bad and then he took off his shirt and I was like, oh my god, it's been like two episodes without <laughs> you taking off your shirt. So this is not surprising. It's like I missed it. Yeah, but then, he puts, his shirt, he, then totally. he puts his shirt back on and you're like, wait, come back. Because <laughs> he's like getting cold because he's dying. But yeah, so he's like bleeding the F out. Um, but I still... I love how he goes, he goes for the first aid kit and I'm like, oh really? Like that's going to save you? Yeah. You're like... He like wraps his like, like shitty... gashes on your like skin. Yeah, he does like this shittiest job trying to like wrap himself up. He's like, ugh. And then he just passes out on on the bed yeah. um i'm just like i don't know um so i we're assuming that like his help is coming but he like passes yeah. out yeah so then it cuts back to the cooper res and alice is like on crack like basically this whole episode she had like it's it's like she's like not who she was she's not really the there though she no. Like, she's not present. Like She's not mentally there. No. But at the same time, she's still there. And she still, like, makes remarks. But, like, it's almost like her eyes are completely, like, out of her body. <laughs> Empty. Yeah. yeah, yeah so sure. she's like, So she's like, hey, Betty. She's like, oh, these people. Oh, that's so annoying. Uh, they got to leave. Like, she, she's not, like, the same Alice Cooper that we, like, grew to know and love, which is kind but of I think, shitty. But I think but that's the point, though. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. part of the character that she's... She has this season with the farm. So, like, I get that it's, sure. it's that connection, but, yeah. I don't know. So, anyway, so she's, like, they need to leave. Um, Betty's, like, uh, no, we're going to figure this out. But she's, like, oh, let's take them to the farm. And uh, she's, like, no, they're, like, my kids now. Basically, they're, like, impressed on me and they want to, like, mm-hmm. s- hang out with me or whatever. They imprinted on me, which was, like, a weird Twilight reference. And I was, like, ew. Yeah. I mean, it's also, like, just, like, an animal reference on a general oh okay true. <laughs> yeah uh so anyway so they need to she needs to figure a shell because i'm like there's literally like 75 kids living in your living room so i don't know what you're gonna do um so then it cuts to betty and sierra and i didn't really catch the connection here but um i guess betty's trying to build a case against hiram is that right right and so, i think she's trying to use the nuns Right. To testify. As to testify to be like, yeah, he he forced us to do like 
illegal like drug testing or whatever. Right. But Sierra's like giving her like the bad news bears. She's like, well, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy are taking a both of like an oath of like silence because of their religion. And also like no one's going to believe you because like you're basically on drugs the entire time you were there. Right. right. Um, so anyway, so that's like her, the beginning of her storyline. And then it cuts back to the Bonui and um, it's Hiram. And he's got like this like next level, like Jon oh Snow. His like fucking. Cult? Winter I was like, what on. is he wearing? It was like fur, but yeah. it was like neck. It was like around his neck, kind yeah. of. I was like, what, daddy? What are you wearing? <laughs> I was like, isn't it still summertime there? Like, I didn't she was catch like, that. But. She's like, oh, new coat, new couples. She's like, you're feeling yourself. <laughs> she totally does say that. Um, uh, so she does bro- like bro- brokerage a deal with him. She says, okay, fine. Um, in turn of like protecting me and like not attacking me all the time uh i'll give you i think he says she's like 10 percent or five percent or something yeah uh yeah. first at first i think she says five percent then he like bumps it up to ten percent yeah and then um the thing the question that i had is like why is he hustling his teenage daughter for money i, I just can't i just can't question <laughs> I it anymore i, just I don't can't. understand like what their whole situation is like I guess, like, the only thing logically that I can think of is, like, Hiram is just trying to, you know, like, get her to grow up and test her at any moment possible and try to, like, teach her about business but, like, be, like, her adversary at the same time. I just wish, I just wish this storyline with Veronica happened in, like, season six. Like, they're, they're graduated high school. Yeah. She didn't go to university. Yes. So yeah. she opened up an, a cool speakeasy bar in the town. Like, I just wish it fit the timeline. Listen, better times are she's tough. freaking in high school man like it doesn't make any sense times are tough and for television like we don't know how long this show's gonna last so they're That's like true accelerate the storyline but like it doesn't work no it's very very like jarring to see him try to attack her his own like, like teenage the daughter the only person the only person this is benefiting let's be real is josie because <laughs> this girl ash murray is like getting so many scenes this season so like many scenes. she's in it basically like a regular cast member but let's she's talk about that, that stage <laughs> let's talk about that for a second literally <laughs> while they're brokeraging like an illegal deal yeah. in the background fucking josie she's is belting. like <laughs> i'm like girl you gonna practice like go home and practice like they're doing it like transaction <laughs> I was like, this is so random. But then they finally like catch wind that she's there and Hiram's like, ooh, she's sounding good right about now. And I'm like, this is weird. Why are yeah. you commenting on how like how Josie's singing? But yeah. I guess it like it all is connected later. But yeah, he looks at her like very like for like 45 seconds. And I'm like, <laughs> uh Hiram. <laughs> Reel it in. Reel it in. <laughs> um so then it cuts to the serpents and Jughead's like having a full meeting. And I think the gist of it was basically him saying, like, I know we're poor or whatever, but like I want to make sure. He was like, that you- guys, I've been away for a long time, clearly, because you guys can't do shit all without me. Yeah, <laughs> you guys like, are useless. Yeah. He's like, I need to come back now. And, like, no more crime is going to be tolerated. Everyone needs to, like, you know, be back to themselves, whatever. Like, sit the <laughs> fuck down. Cheryl's yeah. face was like, uh. She's like, get out of here. Yeah, she was, like, over it. But she was basically, like, he's basically like, don't sell drugs. Don't steal anything. And he was like, any of these offenses are punishable by, like, 
immediate exile, which so is... So basically, I'm like, oh, okay, someone's going to get exiled. Yeah, so <laughs> as soon as they, like, set you up, like, it's going to happen, yeah. You're like, oh, okay, that's what's yeah. going to happen. Speaking of which, Josie gets home, and clearly she gets attacked. So, <laughs> like, literally everything just keeps happening perfectly. So, yeah, she's getting home, and as she's getting home, there's, like, a gargoyle just, like, chilling at her door, and um, she, like, opens her door and, like, gets in. But I was like, if he wanted to attack her, he could have just attacked her instead of, like, waiting at her door. So it was all just to scare the shit out of her. It was just to scare her, yeah. Yeah. So then it cuts back to... Uh, I, I don't remember. Is this the part where she says... She tells, like, Veronica, like, what went down? And yeah. So she like, basically... Yeah, so she storms, I think, back to Veronica. Yeah. And she's like, this is because of your daddy. He's doing all these things to us. Like, go figure your shit out with him or else, like, I'm going to quit. Right. And I'm like, what? You're going to quit? Girl, you have never had this much screen time in your entire career. (laughs) You're going to quit? For real? You're You're not going to walk off that stage. Like, I did not believe her for a second. (laughs) Veronica was like, okay, walk. (laughs) She's like, go. Yeah, she should have called her bluff. She didn't. She was like, okay, don't worry, Josie. Like, I'll fix it. Well, she literally called her bluff because at the very end, she ends up being on the stage herself. So she's like, Yeah, I was like, wait, what happened? (laughs) She literally could give a shit. Yeah. So she was like, so she does have to figure something out. Veronica's like, okay, fine. But I feel like this is so familiar to like what happened last season with like Sierra. It's almost like the freaking like that family always gets like crapped on by the lodges. Like at all given times or like always caught in the crossfire. Like the same thing happened with Sierra and like her being the mayor. mayor, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's just like. I don't know. I just feel bad for like the McCoys at this point. Um, so then it cuts to the Cooper residence, and yeah, like Polly got a new haircut and everything. Oh my She's god! Like, I was lit. like Polly with Polly with the new hair. I'm yeah. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> so she comes in with like that girl Ethelene or whatever the hell her name Evelyn, is. Yeah. Evelyn. Evelyn. <laughs> Where is she like an oil? <laughs> no, that's Princess Ethelene from uh, like Princess Ethel. Um, oh yeah, true. So they're both there and they're like, okay, we're going to take all the kids to the farm. And uh, Betty basically says, no, what are you doing? Get out of here. And they just kind of have this like back and forth tiff. But um, what comes out is Polly's like, what about these drugs that like that are in this household? And they were sold by Fangs, Fogarty. So then you find out that Fangs was the one that was selling the drugs. Right. Um, but beyond that, like, Polly doesn't take them in that moment. She just, like, tells, like, she drops the bomb. And then they're, yeah, like, Yeah, what happens the at the end of that scene? Like, Literally nothing. It feels so weird. So then. Some of this is so disjointed. And I'm like, I'm going to remember this, Riverdale writers. Like, you just don't know how to write a fucking scene, <laughs> yeah. scene out. Um, so then it cuts back to uh, the jug, like Jughead's trailer. And Fangs is, like, crying. Yeah, um, he's, like, bawling. I'm re- so sorry. I'm like, he's like, like, hey, yeah, so what was like, his excuse? His what ex- was his excuse for, his excuse for was, doing? His excuse was his mom is really sick and she needed medicine. Um, but I was like, the actor doesn't even believe it because he didn't care. <laughs> he was like, whatever. He yeah. was like barely crying. And he's like, yeah, it's just like really, really hard. It's been a really hard week or whatever. <laughs> and uh, Jug- Jughead's like, okay, listen, I'm not going to exile you right now. Um, but like, like just don't, don't tell, tell anyone. Let's just keep it on the low, low and we're good. 
So then as, of course, based on our current, like, rules of the law, like, it's going to come out at some point. Of course. Like he said, he was like, make sure it doesn't get out to anyone. Because if it does. Wait 20 minutes and it will. (laughs) Yeah, it will. So then it cuts back to Shoni doing her, like, Catwoman impression again. And she's now stealing from the Lodge residence, which we learn later when she, like, pans up to the photo frame. Yes, exactly. But she. So I was a little confused as to like how they even broke in because the Pembroke is like almost like a high rise. Yeah, I'm like, did you like scale a wall? (laughs) Yeah, like she walked into the window. So I was like, wait, what? Like, it's not on the ground floor. She literally scaled a wall to get in. I have no idea. It's Why so don't whack. They show these things. We're not like, stupid. We I'm ask totally, these questions. <laughs> I'm totally into seeing that too. Like the effort it took to like, get this yeah. egg. Like, don't show it if it's not that impossible. So anyway, whatever. She steals this Fabergé egg, but it's not called a Fabergé egg in the Riverdale world. It's called a Glamourgé egg. <laughs> so, I don't know if you noticed that. Glamourgé. But I guess because I guess Fabergé is like copywritten. Um, oh, so anyway, yeah. they steal it and she kisses the painting of Hiram, of Hiram to be right. like, she's like, I'm feeling really sassy today. So she like kisses it for whatever reason. <laughs> And then she leaves. Yeah. Uh, so then it cuts to Archie's cabin and he's having like a full out fever dream. And we realize yeah. this because he's talking to dead people. <laughs> right. So, yeah. He's uh, talking to everyone except for Jason Blossom, basically. Right. Who's yeah. been dead. Because why, why would you give him any lines at this point in time? So, uh, <laughs> exactly. so, so he's talking to the kids, um, in, including uh, the guy that he killed. Um, Casey. I love how he was like, he was like, guys, I'm dreaming. And they're like, no, you're not, Archie. He's like, guys, I'm dreaming, right? <laughs> like, he was like, he's so stupid that he doesn't even know. <laughs> he doesn't even know when he's having a fever dream. He's like, no, I know I'm dreaming, guys. Come on. And he's like, well, if you're dreaming, then are you dead or not? Like, it was just so <laughs> random. So, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I was into it. But at the same time, I was like, okay, you guys are taking this, like, questioning part too far. Um, so they want to play G&G with him. But I was like, did he even play it one time? How would he even exactly. know That's what the it only, is? So I did like how this all went down, but I didn't understand, A, how the F the board game was even there with him. Right. And B, who's playing the game with him? Like, I get it if he's in a fever dream. That's different. But he's clearly playing the game, no? No, he's definitely having a fever dream. So he's playing it in his dream. Yes, 100% he's having a fever okay. dream. But, like, the no, the thing that really confused me was the fact that, like, how would he even know how to play it? He never even saw anybody play it. He was literally in jail for, like, half the season. And then he was running away. So, like, he never even saw it being played. So how does he even know that that's a situation? Right, right. Anyways, I was like, okay, I'm going to run with it. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So then it cuts to the Cooper residence. And uh, the social worker is there. And she's like, listen, Linda, like, this place is crazy. You got to figure this out. Um, and Betty's she like, was like, listen, I'm a social worker. I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, it doesn't take you to be a social worker to understand this town is fucked up. Like, yeah. everyone knows that yeah. this town 100%. is fucked. So she basically says, she's like, the sisters of quiet mercy are crazy. 
Um, and like I'll tell you the tea, but you'll learn about it after the jump because like I'm pretty insignificant in the storyline. <laughs> so then it cuts to the lodge residence, and Veronica is basically like off her ga- like she's like off, she's going off, and she's like, "What did you do to Josie? Why did the- where were people showing up? You said that you were gonna give me protection." And Hiram already has like a re- an answer ready, and he's like, "Listen, you lied to me because you were supposed to give me the mo- the money that you owed me, but instead you like tried to cook the books and yeah. like yeah. lies.com. Yeah. So uh, he's he like, goes, "That's your punishment." And by the way, your mommy's egg is missing. My, your so mommy's you better get it back. Yeah, get, get my eggy back. Yeah, uh, the the glamour J egg is missing. So she's like, "Why is that my responsibility?" And he was like, "Well, it's one of your serpent friends, and like clearly it's Cheryl because like she kissed my freaking po- portrait, so it's her fault." And she was like, "Okay, yeah. well, you got to figure this out." And this part I was kind of down for because it almost felt like. Because she says, she was like, why is that my responsibility? But he puts all the blame on her because, like, she he's like, you have more to lose than I do. So, in that particular sense, like, I'm kind of into, like, the honesty of, like, the way this is all playing out. But at the same time, I, like, because I was kind of, like, not into, like, him, like, hiding behind all these people. Now he's being a little bit more honest with, like, things going down and the reason why they're going down. Um, right. So I was kind of I was kind of into seeing him like just be a mobster and say like you need to get me my money back. Yeah, bitch, that's true. You know? Yeah. So uh, then it cuts to Jughead and Veronica, and Veronica's basically like, "Yo, like you better get that glamour J egg back." I'm pretty pissed off right now. And Jughead comes up with this plan to be like, "Why don't you pay the serpents money and we'll protect you for protection?" Yeah. Uh, instead of like asking your dad for protection. Yeah. And she's like, okay, we'll get that egg back first. So um, he's like, got it. I'll do it. So then it comes back to the fever dream. And this was a pretty cool scene. So he's talking to the um, warden. The warden, yeah. And the warden's like, you got to do this, like, one thing or whatever. And so he goes through the door and he's back at Pop's diner. And it's when yeah. uh, Fred is, uh, like, holding, like, being held up. With and the black hood. So with the black hood. what was really amazing about this scene, too, was it kind of, um, it said it was, like, what's your defining moment? Or, like, what's that one moment that, like, kind of like changed shit, everything shit hit you. the fan or like you changed yeah and i too was like yeah it probably was that moment in the diner because he felt like he failed right you know and like it stuck with him yeah and so just seeing the fact that like you know his journey in this episode is going through all these moments that sort of um shaped him or made him do really shitty things yeah i was like okay this makes sense like yeah i was totally i was definitely down for it as soon as it started to show the flashbacks because before that i was kind of like why are they doing this fever dream but i definitely and why and why was he in a cabin but as soon as it was like being played out i was like i'm totally into this because i i really like the way that it was like flashing back to all these moments so yeah so then it shows the uh, black hood but this time instead of like like kneeling down like he told him to kneel down he um wrestles him like attacks him. him Yeah. Um, but then when he comes back to the room, the warden's like, uh, well, you didn't do the you didn't go back to the right moment. Like you need to have you, ha- you yeah. need to keep going back. Yeah. Um, so then he was like, what the fuck? So then it cuts back to anyway. So then it cuts back to the sisters of quiet mercy. And um, 
it's Betty and I think, I guess, Sierra, too. She's just, like, tagging along everywhere. And she's like, okay, listen, we know that you guys are, like, faking your religion because that's what this social worker told them. And um, if you do try to testify and say that you can't because of your religion, we'll, like, call you out for, like, being fake. And so then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. So then she was like, all you need to do is testify against Hiram or else, like, you're all going down. And so then the sisters of Quiet Mercy are like, okay, fine, whatever, we'll do it. Um, so then it cuts to Jughead, and uh, he talks to like his entire crew, and he's like, listen, guys, I've got some good news. Uh, we're going to become the new security detail for for Veronica and like the Bonui. And uh, Jughead's like, I, I hated Cheryl's attitude in this scene. Oh, one hundred percent. I get yeah. that she's like sassy and like whatever. I just hate her attitude because I didn't understand where it was coming from. Like. Why are you so against like because she said she was you you left right and we sort of had to pick up the pieces. I get that. But like, why are you still giving him shade right now? Like, just chill. Exactly. And like, there's there's something that has to do with like respect. And he says it. He was like, it was very like Game of Thrones, but it was like, you have to like be honoring like your word and like you should be more respectful. Like she definitely has like this attitude about her in this especially in this episode where it was like very much like i don't give a fuck about anybody else except for like me and tony right um, right which and he is, says something really interesting because he because she says like why do we even need money or whatever like for from veronica and he's like no we need money because not all of us live like in a freaking mansion like yeah it's, it's so true. easy for you to say that and i was like holy like you can definitely see the differences there for sure for sure. Like, I'm glad that they threw that line in there because also, yeah. like, I think a lot of people have been talking about how, you know, like, Cheryl's coming from so much privilege and these gangs were made for people who are, like, poor and can't, like, get through their lives. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it doesn't make sense for her the reason why she's there in the first place unless she's footing the bill. Like, unless she's, like, feeding these people and, like, giving them money, which clearly yeah, like, she's not doing. Why isn't she? They should like, move into her house. Exactly. They should all just move there. So he's basically like winter is coming and like we don't have a house and you do. <laughs> exactly. So, so anyway, so he says that um, stealing is like no longer allowed and you guys stole from Veronica. So not only do you guys have to return the egg, but like you have to hand over your jackets and like. Yeah. Tony's like on the verge of tears. She's like, I'm like, she's like, I'm in love this jacket. Show me I wear. I can't afford another one. She's like, I don't know what I look like without a leather jacket. And like, she was like, I've had this for two episodes, but like, I still really like it. She's like, I'm not giving my jacket away. Yeah. So they were just being really bitchy, and then Fangs. He looked so sad. I know. So they clap back, and they're like, Well, if you're gonna kick us out, then you have to kick Fangs out. And then like, she like totally spills a tea on Fangs, saying that. Like he he told Sweet Pea and Sweet Pea told them and like now that he's back in the gang. So then Jughead's gonna Jughead was basically like, Well, I guess you gotta go. So yeah. then he So kicks Jughead Fangs was out. like yeah, he kicks Fangs out. He was like, Bro, like I gotta kick you out too. Fangs is like, You're the worst leader ever. I'm like, <laughs> but he's not you're the one who started telling drugs. Yeah. He's, like he told you, just don't tell anyone and I'll let you like stay in and you still went and told everyone. Like you're you an idiot. Literally told everybody. Like <laughs> come on he's like you like, suck and then he like stormed away i was like no he doesn't suck like yeah i was gonna ask you if you thought it was fair or not but yeah i totally thought it was, it was totally fair totally yeah. warranted so then anyway so then he kicks out cheryl and tony at the same time and she was like fuck it i'm keeping my jacket and tony's like go fuck yourself whatever but then <laughs> <laughs> but then he also says like on top of that you have to take the like you have to give me the egg back like yeah, give me that damn yeah. egg back and she was like oh fine whatever 
So then it shows like Jughead and he gives the egg back to Veronica and she says yeah. something in Spanish, but like I just can't pay I attention to that it, anymore. Yeah, like, she was like, yeah, I couldn't pick it up. I was like, I gotta go back. <laughs> I like blacked out for a second because I'm like over the like the half Spanglish moments because yeah. like I'm just over it. So anyway, so she's like, thank you, Miha, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he, she, she takes the egg and then she says that like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what she says, but she says basically like, I don't know. I have something up my sleeve from yeah. my dad. Like your first job is like coming up. So like get ready. Right. Um, and then something happens at the Cooper residence. And Tyler starts sketching out that the king is going to like come and get him. Um, so this sort of, I think, starts panic in the other people. And, like, the other foster children is what right. I call them in my <laughs> the notes. Fo- the foster children. <laughs> and uh, so they start freaking out. And they're like, Betty, you can't save us. Like, what are you going to do? Right. And right. then I think it sort of, like, gives her, like, anxiety to be like, shit, like, I got to do something right now about this. Anxiety freaking- part 75. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. And, like, she can't answer them. Like, she can't say anything in that moment. Yeah, because she's like, true, true. Like, I'm basically useless. Yeah, she's right like, now. I'm not a mom. I'm not a queen. Yeah. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I'm not ready for this responsibility. So then it cuts to Archie again. The and, Red Paladin. And the Red Paladin is needs to kill somebody. So then he picks up he picks up a card and it says, he's like, read out the card. The warden's it's like, so read out the card. It's so funny because it's so funny that you mentioned, like, he's never played the game before because he picks up two cards and he's like, what are these cards? And, like, it clearly says, like, what it is, like, on the card. <laughs> I'm like, Archie, you haven't played this game before. Like, clearly, your fever dream is, like, smarter than you are. So <laughs> so he picks up the card and the warden's like, read the card. And he's like, oh, it says kill the Gargoyle King. And then he's like, no, read it again. And I'm like, wow, you don't even know how to read anymore, Archie. And then, well, it was then, cool, right? Because it, like, it, it said the Gargoyle King first. It did switch, yeah. It and did. then it switched to the man in black. So I was like, yes. oh, that's kind of cool. But does this mean that Hiram is the king? <laughs> like, guys, come and on. And it was so funny because like hearing the warden say slay, like I couldn't even take him seriously. Did Already, he say slay? Yeah. He was like, first of all, his lips are like blue AF. Yeah. And then on top of that, he's like, slay. And I'm like, I can't with you right now. <laughs> so <laughs> then it cuts to uh, Archie and he goes like through the door. I love that whole like idea of him like leaving the room and going into like a next situation. Totally. So totally. he opens up the door and this is like the flashback that everybody thought was a flashback but it's really like kind of just like a moment in time he's this like this is the moment it. where yeah he's replaying it in his head and how it plays out in the in the in the real world is that he right. doesn't kill Hiram in this moment right like because that was talk yeah because that was the end of season two like the season right. finale of season two where he had the knife in his hand and he was like I hate you but it's it's kind of hilarious love, what he says in this yes, moment totally. because Hi- Hiram totally says it he's like He's like, what did you think I was going to do? Like, you literally told me your entire plan that you were going to send me to jail. Like, obviously, I would have... Hiram is literally, like, the voice of us. Being like, (laughs) you're so stupid. You told me your entire plan. Yeah. And so I just went and, like, did a better plan. (laughs) (laughs) So true. I was like, I love this. Okay, this is cool. (laughs) Yeah, I was totally into it. But instead of, like, not killing him because he's like oh you're not gonna kill me you lol like loser he does kill him he does kill him but like yeah. in a shadow because it's the cw and we're not allowed to see and they him. can't show that yeah yeah so he comes back and he's like so happy he has like the knife in his hand but now instead of the warden it's the three of them it's betty jughead and veronica and they're sitting down and they're like let's play and they all and look then- creepy 
they all look creepy but they're all it's cool because it's all from the first episode so she's wearing her pink dress from the first episode oh my uh, god i didn't realize that yeah, yeah. veronica's wearing like that cape thing yeah and like Aww. jughead's just wearing like regular jughead clothes that's so but, cute i didn't realize yeah. so he's like remembering them in that moment and like it's cute because like <laughs> betty was like play the guitar and he's like i haven't played the guitar in like two seasons yeah <laughs> like, he's like what are you talking about yeah um and uh she basically says like you need to do all these things like you need to play one more game with us in order to uh come back to like innocence so like yeah. get your innocence back which totally makes sense like yeah um so then uh he goes back out one more time but then i didn't cuts- realize that like elder veil was like a mix of of letters of Riverdale. Like, of Riverdale. Oh, true. I true, think true. they mention it like earlier on, like yeah, when I think Jughead's so. like go- going crazy or whatever. He's like, it's yeah. Riverdale. Um, yeah. Anyway, so then it, before we move to like that final moment, um, it cuts to the lodge residence and Hiram is like just drinking his whiskey. He just caught back home from like being such a good drug dealer or whatever. And he looks at his desk and the egg is completely like shattered, shattered. AF. Yeah, so, smashed up. Um, one thing that we should probably just mention really quickly before we get into anything else is we did a interview with Ooh, Kelly freaking Rippa Surprise. Um, uh, we got to talk to her actually just today um, before this episode dropped. So we didn't get a chance to talk to her too much about her role and, and you know, kind of what goes down with her role. But well, her, um, her episode hasn't aired yet. So we can't. Yeah, we couldn't really get into specifics of like what's going to happen with her. But we did talk about the promo, and if you check out our Instagram at recap underscore rewind, uh, we th- we threw up a clip where we were talking to her about this Fabergé egg and the fact that this egg is like so important or it, re- it seems pr- pretty pivotal to her storyline. Um, but it looks like in this part of the episode the egg is completely smashed on yeah. Hiram's desk and it says like game over like no deal whatever yeah um so you we're assuming that that's from Veronica right yeah but based on the promo there is another egg that Jughead is holding in his hand while Kelly slash Mrs. Mulray is holding a gun to him so so what does that all mean what does that all yeah what does that all mean like is he replacing the egg is he stealing another egg why are there so many eggs like what's going on and like I love that it's like it's like Hermione's favorite like gift it's (laughs) Hiram's like and on top of that, like, where has Hermione been this whole time? Like, like where she, is Hermione? She's Seriously. gone. She's, like, on vacation. So, anyway, so the egg is completely cracked. But my assumption is that it's going to come back. It's going to re- resurrect itself because... Maybe. Or, like, another that one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe it was, like, a bait and switch. Like, we'll see if that was, like, even the real egg. So, then it cuts to Betty and she has a really cute moment, but like it doesn't go anywhere because later on, like nothing happens. But she goes to Sierra, she goes to Fred, she goes to Cheryl, and she goes to Nana Blossom. So cute. And she's like, she's like, listen, guys, these guys are like homeless. Could you guys take some of them in for like temporarily until we figure things out? And like Nana was so cute. She like had her like first like 
proper line ever. She was like, yeah. oh, my God. I, like, help these guys from time. I'm so happy to do this. Even Fred was, like, down for it. Sierra's it was like, so I got, cute. like, one pull-up mattress. Like, we're good. <laughs> Whatever. She's like, I got one cot. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then Cheryl's basically like, I've got an entire house. So, like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't know why you didn't ask Cheryl from the get-go. Just Cheryl, not even to, like, Fred. Like, help Fred. You out. <laughs> like, Fred literally is, like, depressed because his son is missing. Like, Seriously. He's like, since... Archie's and his gone dog. Now. And his dog is missing. He's yeah, gone, he's dude. like, I guess I'll take it like one boy. Does he have red hair? Like, he <laughs> just got so sad. I was like, don't ask Fred Andrews for anything right now. He's depressed. So then it cuts to uh, Jughead at the trailer again. And this was kind of a random moment, too, because FP basically admits that he misses being the Serpent King. He's like... It was so random. Yeah, because he starts to give... Uh, he's like, like Jughead some I advice. hate sitting on the sidelines. I was like, what? He's like, put me in, bro. Put me in. Yeah. I'm like, I was fuck? like, where did this come from? Like, this is so weird. And on like, top of that, nothing really comes of it this episode either. Like, it do just you think shows they're that- gonna fight? Like, they're gonna but- like have some like drama. If they fight, like, why, though? Like, I don't really know. And, like, maybe then the mom will like come in and like be like, guys, stop fighting. Oh, maybe yeah, because I know that you she know? does show back up in she this comes back, episode right? yeah. or the season. So, yeah, maybe. I just feel like it's kind of, like, random for him to, it like, was, give it up and then literally, like, two minutes yeah. later be like, no, I want, I don't want to do this. Like, it's just not a good look for FP. Like, yeah. it, I don't know. It didn't suit his character at all. For him to flip back and be, like, a serpent king again, it's just, like, why, why did you give it to him in the first place? Yeah. Like, did you think that it was a bad idea or a good idea to give it to a teenage boy? Like, come on. Like, get your shit together. So... Then it cuts to Reggie once again getting stopped in the middle of the woods. And yes. he's Okay, so this one I really thought he was going to... Because it was the end of the episode too. So right. I'm like, oh my God, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, when I saw it again, I was... He's like, we don't have... We can't, we can't keep meeting like this. I'm like, oh God, he's like literally going to get shot. Yeah. So uh, then he... Like the gargoyle guy goes to the back and he's like, throw everything out. Like burn it all. And... Uh, the serpents like all pop out like a freaking clown car and they're like all jumping out and they're like attacking everybody. But the one thing that I didn't understand is like they stop one of the gargoyle king kids, whatever. And, uh, they pull him up and they're like, listen, tell your, f- like, like, take tell- his mask off first. Like, take his mask that? off. He's probably like one of your classmates, for God's sakes. They're Seriously. all like the same age. Like, I didn't understand Ugh, that so part. Stupid. So, like, that part I got really frustrated by because I'm like, yeah, all you need to do is like literally take off the mask. Yeah. And also, like, maybe even just like interrogate a little bit more. Like, are you guys really assuming that, like, Hiram is the Gargoyle King? Like, that's what I mean. Like, in these moments, I was like, Oh, so we are really supposed to believe that, like, Hiram is the gargoyle king. I guess, yeah. Like, right? I don't know. I don't know. know. So, anyway. So then uh, he, like, gets him. He lets him run away or whatever. He's like, this is the warning. And then it cuts to the Cooper residence. And Betty's, like, super happy because she's like, oh, I got everybody to, like, find a place for them. And then Alice is just, like, chilling. And she's like, hey. She's like, do 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 Just made some yeah. tea in the kitchen. And Betty's like, mom. <laughs> like, where she's is like, everyone? <laughs> where are all the children? Uh, where are my babies? So uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, like Edgar literally just took them all. Like you missed him by like five minutes. And I'm like, okay, guys, it's episode freaking nine. Do I have to wait until episode 17 to meet to the see fucking this Edgar? Edgar, Ed- Edgar, like I'm kind of over. Like, yeah. 
like I keep forgetting that there is this next storyline, yeah. like that it's that the farm is involved in this whole situation. So it makes me wonder: A is Edgar the freaking gargoyle king, or B like is this storyline ever gonna connect? And I if feel it like does, at it some better point it's gonna connect, and I feel like he might be a part of it because the fact that we haven't met him yet is kind of like I'm like, but why though? I guess it's a bit of a miss on our part. Uh, we just posted a video on. But that's who the thing. We don't even know what he looks like. We don't know yeah. anything about him <laughs> like, other than the fact that he owns the farm. Like, can we mystery. see him more? And then yeah. I'll put him on my suspect list, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. Because that's the thing. If he does end up becoming the Gargoyle King, I'm going to be like, okay, well, you were so like ominous this whole time in the first place. So, like, I don't really yeah. care. Yeah, and but I guess it'll make sense if you really think about it. If if Edgar is the Gargoyle King, then like Alice is gonna feel even worse. She's gonna be like, "Oh my god, I keep like dating like killers." Yeah, she should um, feel bad though. And then she'll like come back to like reality and become like a normal person again. I yeah, yeah. But also, like, why isn't she having sex with FP anymore? I don't understand where that storyline no went. Time. Like, there's no <laughs> time for that at all. There's no time to have sex? Like, come on. I mean, look how many things happened this episode. Yeah, but I care more about the kids' story, like the adult storylines. <laughs> I'm just cheesed. Um, so, anyway, it cuts back to Archie and his final, like, fever dream. And he, this is, like, probably one of the best scenes in the Ugh, entire episode. It was really, really emotional. Yeah, so he opens a door and it's his actual room and he sees himself sleeping in the bed and he has a bat in his hand. He's about to kill kill himself, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Fred is like sitting in the corner and he's like, you don't need to do this. Like, you can. He's like, you're not okay. the villain that you think you are. He's like, you can still come home from this. Like, you can forgive the guy. Like, just don't like just come home. Yeah. And but- this was a this was an interesting take on on what Archie says, just because we haven't heard him say anything like this right where he sort of like he's like i'm so stupid and i'm so weak like everything i did in basically season two leading up to now he's like it made me get to this point yeah and he's like i hate that person that that did this right right so he's he's like i need to kill this person i need to kill like it was really like i was like holy shit like it's a big theme to like really dive into at this point yeah you know i feel like it's a major i feel like he's definitely um he he took a lot on like this this past season like and he we, put a lot and of we blame already on know that yeah that's true yeah. we, and and how many times did we hate on him throughout like the episode like you know yeah. what i mean like we for sure we we get it but just to see him say it to hear him say it yeah it was like really emotional like literally as he's dying the last thing he's thinking about is how like guilty he feels about his yeah. own like situation of his so own I felt, choices felt, and yeah i felt pretty bad about that but so anyway he beats this like the bed but then the body is like no longer there so i don't know if that was like a cw thing or if it was like just symbolic that like he's, he's no gone. longer that good boy like i yeah. don't know yeah so anyway so then that's over then it cuts back to like the final major sequence which is all wrapped up by veronica's um singing singing she's because she's now replaced josie so she's replaced josie as she she does like all the time like this is like josie and the pussycats all over again yeah um so she's singing maybe next time and i really like that song actually or is it called maybe this time i don't remember Mm -hmm. um i liked it i really liked it 
Yeah, she did like a really different rendition of it. So it was really interesting to listen to. Um, And so as she's singing on the stage, there's like this slow motion shot of Reggie coming into the bar and he sees her from afar. And B, can you give us like a play by play of how you felt throughout this entire part? It was just (laughs) like, I get it, Varchi, I get it, but that was a hot AF kiss. Like, Like, whatever. Come on, guys. You cannot deny. It's his look. I think more of it's it's the way he looks at her. Yeah. Like, he's like hungry for her. But also, like, he was very much like shocked that he was feeling these things because at the same time, like he's still boys with Archie. Like he knows that this is like his best friend's like girlfriend. So right. like, I feel like that was his conflict. But in this moment he sees her and then she sees him. Right. Yeah. Like she comes up to him. And then, yeah. And Cause then like at just, this point, like the entire like bar is closed. Yeah. And yeah. They, and like, like finally Josie's not there in the background, out. like practicing. But yeah, yeah they gone. had a really hot kiss. Like I loved it. I'm, I was, I'm I'm really down for them. Like I don't want Archie to like, if he comes back, I don't want him to like mix that up. Yeah. You know? It's gonna be an interesting struggle. But what I did really you think of it. Did you like it? I loved it. Like I really like them together. They look really good together. They mm-hmm. obviously have instant chemistry with each other. And I know we've talked about this in the past, but I really like personally don't never saw like KJ and Cami have as much chemistry as these two had in like two seconds of seeing yeah it's kids. funny because like i've heard you say that and i never really minded kj and, and cammy but you said that and then i saw this scene and i was like oh okay yeah i yeah. see the difference for there's a sure. huge difference yeah I she's mean, like totally said into that her. they're like freaking fucking in real life so like you yeah. can't even compare the two but like yeah for sure there's a but, big difference i mean some people do it like and it's a very good very compelling st- like way they do it but no like she can't lie like there's definitely like a really instant <laughs> yeah. chemistry between the two of yeah. them and i totally support this relationship because you know like in the comic books we know reggie to be like such a shit disturber he's such a troublemaker he's kind of a douchebag he's a bit of an idiot but this version um of riverdale or sorry the riverdale version of um reggie is fantastic i think that he's really come to grow into like a really cool character yeah and like i've said this before he's not the same reggie that he was in season two season one like he changed in this role as her like partner he's like this really sexy really quiet like you know like these really like long stares i'm like damn like he seems kind of more mysterious whereas like in season two and season one he was like this like really obnoxious loud annoying like jokester right Right. but he totally shifted and that just made him even more sexier and like it just works now and so yeah so clearly we're down for veggies and dip totally into veggies and dip like i'm very very much shipping on that um so as that's happening they're making out it cuts to jughead and he's like in the woods with fangs and sweet pea and he's basically like yo i was lying low-key to everybody can you do like a next level secret mission undercover secret mission to like infiltrate Hiram's like freaking crime operation like okay fine whatever i'm so over it but like yeah. cool so fangs is like still on the pay bill he's like anything for you bro i love you he's like, i love you bro um so 
then it cuts to Sierra and she calls Betty and Betty's like, oh, yes, we're like getting our case together, whatever. And Sierra's like, no, actually, like an anonymous donor let all of the sisters out of jail. But they left a message that says we go to join thee, like basically in blood. Like, I don't know how the hell that happened. But um Betty like clues in right away. She's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna like run," so because she knows where they're gonna go, and she ends up going back to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy like building, and uh, she goes to that like locked up room, and she sees all of the freaking nuns, and they're all dead on the dead. floor, yeah. and like the gargoyle king like statue because. As you remember last episode, like, she broke the head off of the statue and, like, threw it on the floor. And she was like, the Gargoyle King is dead now. Yeah. But now the Gargoyle King, like, head is replaced by, like, a skull. Like, it's, like, an actual, like, animal skull. So she's like, oh, shit. Whatever. And then the final, final scene that I wanted to talk about, which is, I think, like, Twitter is still blowing up because of it. Yeah. Um is Archie is like the It cuts back pe- to Archie as you know, as we hear Veronica singing and you yeah. just have you just have like immediate chills and the I guess like the the park services the warden, like, yeah. or like people come in, right? Like they they burst yeah. into the cabin and they get to Archie and they shake him and he's like lying there with his like eyes open. Dead. Dead. And like, like even like dead? the the paramedic looks at like the other paramedic and she's like no like he's not responding, right? So, uh, like I don't know. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Like obviously like he's not dead. I mean he can't be dead. He's the freaking main character. Yeah, but, it would be so stupid if he died. Can someone be in a coma with their eyes open? Like how does that make sense? Like I don't know if that's even possible. <laughs> I don't think it's possible either. But then that uh, means he's dead. Like I like I really guys I don't know like like you said I don't think he's dead but it was a very like shocking moment I was very much like oh shit but how like, do you come back from this serious. that's my question to you and to our listeners like how do you come back from this kid lying dead in his bed if his eyes were closed different story because then it would be like okay he's in a coma like he's fine don't worry but his right. eyes were open it's very much like he looks dead. I don't, I don't fucking know. I have no idea like what it all means, but I'm assuming that it's all going to be resolved, or maybe we're not going to see him for like a couple episodes. I'm thinking like, that might happen. Yeah, we're probably going to be left in a bit of suspense for a bit to see, like, because like he how- might go to the hospital there, and like no one's going to know who he is. True. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, good point. So we'll see how that all kind of plays out, but that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, freaking crazy. It was a good one for, like, it coming back from a break. Yeah, it was a good one. All right, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best moment. Um, My best moment has to go to veggie. Veggies and dip. That kiss at the end, that was just amazing. Brilliant. It was very good. Yeah, that was one of my best moments as well. But uh, if you're going to take that one, then I'm going to take that last scene of... Archie in the uh, in his room yes. and him Ugh. like beating himself up and whatever because yeah. um, I thought that was a pretty powerful kind of like like way to end off it was. his fever yeah. dream WTF moment what was your WTF moment my WTF moment has to go to Archie being dead question mark because right. clearly like so shook what is I, I, I don't even know like how am I going to sleep tonight like I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> 
It's going to be crazy. Um, my WTF moment has to go to the grizzly bear attack because I was yeah. very much like, how, how did you get attacked? Yeah. How did you get attacked by a grizzly bear and survive that? I have no idea. Um, and how did this grizzly bear like literally like launch at him out of nowhere? Um, it, it was kind of random for him to get to where he needed to go, but I guess I wonder like, if I'll like all it. of this was a dream. Like even the whole grizzly bear moment was like, like he's a dream. not even in a cabin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he's like in another city in Canada. Like he's in Toronto or something. Like, he's still he's still in uh freaking he's still in the jail cell. <laughs> like, yeah, imagine. Astrology. Oh my god. Oh god. MVP. Who's your MVP? Um, my MVP. I'm gonna have to give it to Archie. I think. Just, you know, hearing those words that he said at the end, just like yeah. being so angry at himself and like that he's done so much. I had to give it to him. I'm like, no, boy, like we like you still. Come back. And that's a huge thing for us to do. Give Archie an yeah, MVP. Yeah, I don't think he's like, ever been my MVP. <laughs> I don't Not think he's season. ever made it. Yeah. No, he's never made it. So good job. Well done. Um, my MVP is going to go to Reggie effing Mantle because I think he's a boss ass kid in this storyline so far. Yes. He's really like he's really pulling everything together and i'm very impressed with like what they've done with his character this season so far um and he's basically like veronica's new man so i'm into it totally into it yeah totally. and he's cute he's really cute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he definitely he definitely grew on me this episode like those dimples came through this I episode love how, and i was like, like i've been on reggie's d this entire time and now everyone all of you is coming for my man and saying yeah no i was reggie from day one like <clears throat> okay don't even. we'll take it we'll take it all right fine <laughs> lvp who's your lvp my lvp i think is gonna have to go to marisol nichols hermione lodge because girl where the f are you like this Seriously. town needs you you're the mayor of the town like where are you and like Betty, like she needs Sierra, but like I feel like the mayor should be involved in half of these conversations, and yeah. she's like nowhere to be found. Maybe one, and at then least also one. with like the Hiram storyline, like at least like go to your husband. She's not even in those storylines, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just like MIA. Such a weird character, like the fact that she's like completely been completely off. Yeah. Um, my LVP is gonna go to Cheryl. Cheryl Blossom. Yeah. I think that she failed me this this episode for sure. Yeah, I think I would agree. based based on what you said earlier about the fact that she kind of clapped back at Jughead and was like rolling her eyes and being so um pushy. I just wasn't feeling it, and I was like, I know that it's in her character to like be to have that attitude, but you want to see these characters grow and like improve and not like revert every five seconds so seeing her like pull that like pull that on jughead in the middle of everybody i was kind of like shut up cheryl you suck yeah for sure the best line my best line is from veronica when she sees hiram in the in the club with the fur coat she's like new coat new capos yeah loved it loved it um, mine is from Fred when he says to Archie, you are not the villain you think you are. And I just think it's a very universal line for like a lot of people because mm-hmm. a lot of people like hate themselves all the time. And I think it was like a really powerful thing to say. Like, you know, sometimes you're that hard, that much harder. Yeah. Like don't be so really, hard on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like that line a lot. And that's the episode, guys. Um, we had somebody who tuned in and gave us their um, roundups. We got uh, our man, uh, Postmaster Radio, saying that his best moment was the Shoney moment at the start of the episode. Totally mm. into it. 
Um, WTF moment, Archie's hallucinations. All right, we can buy that. Um, MVP was Betty. LVP was Alice, which we totally forgot yeah. to mention. Yeah, yeah totally. Alice, and she's going on and on about the farm. And best line, when Reggie says to Veronica, has anyone ever told you you're a badass? Which was also one of my favorite lines. So, yeah, thanks for letting us know what you guys thought. Um, if you guys are listening to this live, because I think we're going to be dropping it uh, live on YouTube, um, make sure you guys also comment and let us know what you guys for sure. thought were your favorite roundups this episode. So let's get into our announcements real quick before we finish off the episode. Um, first and foremost, as you know, we mentioned it a little bit earlier this episode that Kelly freaking Ripa. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly freaking Ripa. That's it. That's all yeah, I need to say. That's it. Just um, tease them with it. Give them a little tease. So she came through and was generous enough to give us some of her time to sit down and talk to us about the show, her character. We talked, we played a game with her. So we're hoping to release the podcast very shortly. So stay, make sure you guys stick around for uh, all that content um, in the near future. We're really excited. It was a great conversation. We love her. If she's listening, thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you so much, Mark, Thanks, for connecting Paris. us to Kelly. Yes. We love sure. the conspiracy family so much <laughs> we want you guys to adopt us um and uh the final thing that i want to say before we close it off is we are drawing for the pillow giveaway Yay. um which is very exciting so we are drawing the names right now let's do it so we had a few uh entries that were correct so the answer the was answer was my MVP yeah. was Alice Cooper. Yeah. So, so shout out to everyone who got it. And we're going to draw them right now. Who's going to win the pillows? The oh winner is Becca Sarah. Becca Sarah has been one of our OG listeners, supporters. Um, and like super lit. She's our Patreon supporter. So uh, to have it go well to deserved. someone yeah, that is sort of like in our in our close-knit fam it's awesome yeah and make sure you guys check out more contests but this one specifically i want to say a major thank you to the person who made it all happen yeah um he's one of our listeners sarge uh he's the best and you guys if you guys haven't checked out any of his awesome work yet do yourself a favor please and check them out he's really really talented he has a really great facebook page with all of his designs he's on um, instagram i believe on instagram it's i uh, what is his handle? At I am Sarge. At I am Sarge. Or you can check his uh, Facebook uh, page out at facebook.com slash designs by Sarge. Um, but yeah, his stuff is great. Th once again, thank you so much. It really means a lot that you were willing to donate your pillow sure. to this uh, giveaway, contest, yeah. um, this contest. Um, and for everybody else, uh, thanks so much for entering. Uh, we'll make sure that we keep you guys updated with some more contests to keep this channel more fun and exciting and keep you guys listening. So stay tuned. Uh, finally, thank you to our patrons this episode. Uh, Tina Ann, Namas, Sarge is also one of our patrons. Thank you. Uh, we got a new one, Kaylee. And of course, our mommy rewinder, Becca Sarah. Thank hey. you for being our patrons if you would like to join our patreon family check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind and if you join you'll get access to all the things recap rewind including exclusive contests content and updates 
Um, so check us out. And you get to see our faces. So and that's you get a to see our faces. Pretty sweet that's, deal. That's the biggest, best deal you can ever ask for. Um, and yeah, finally, 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 make sure you guys check us out on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Speaker, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook. We're literally everywhere. So make sure you guys stay connected to join the conversation. Like, subscribe, follow, review, comment, tell all your friends about us just to stay engaged with Recap Rewind. And that's it from us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.